I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kohas Reading, on October 28, 2022, entitled Parshas Noach, Shadal's Radical Application of Dibra Torah Kalashim B'nai Adam. And I'm pleased to announce a new venture, or a new experiment at least, which is that I have launched a Substack. For those who don't know what Substack is, it is basically the new form of blogging. Uh, it is an independent publishing tool on the internet, which allows me to write articles and have them delivered to directly to your inbox uh, through an email subscription model. It also allows me to hide uh, content behind a paywall, uh, which is something I have no interest in doing at present because I want my tour to be available and accessible to everyone. Uh, but the main reason I started it is because I want to make an effort this year to write at least one short article a week. And I felt like I needed a change of venue. I've been using Blogger for since 2007, which is a long time now. Um, and uh, it, it has not felt fresh for a very long time. So while I intend to continue publishing my material on Kolhas Readim, I would like to also try publishing it on Substack, and we'll see what happens. So um, the Substack can be found at rabbishnameweiss.substack.com. You simply go there, enter your email address. You don't even have to enter your email address, but you can enter your email address to have the article sent directly to your inbox, and we'll see where this goes. Okay, without further ado... Shadal's Radical Application of Dilber Torah Kalashim Adam. Parshas Breshis features a handful of extreme anthropomorphisms. Let us make man in our image, from Breshis 126. They heard the sound of Hashem God walking in the garden, from Breshis 3.6. And Hashem regretted having made man on earth, and he was pained to his heart, from Breshis 6.6. Another example can be found in Parshas Noach. After Noah emerges from the ark and brings burnt offerings to Hashem, we are told that, quote, Hashem smelled the soothing fragrance, end quote, from Breshi's 8.21, then declared that he would no longer curse the earth or smite all living creatures. Shadal, Rav Shmuel David Lutato, who lived from 1800 to 1865, quoting Johannes Kokeus, who lived from 1603 to 1669, explains that this anthropomorphism, quote, signifies a sacrifice brought to make God forget his anger, end quote. Shadal continues, and I'm going to be using here the Donnie Klein's translation of Shadal from the Italian uh, into English, uh, with my emphasis in bold on the text, but I'm going to read it, uh, obviously, on the audio. So Shadal says as follows, This expression, of course, is merely an anthropomorphism suited to the popular understanding of the generation in which the prophet, Moshe Rabbeinu, lived. Um, in Hebrew, that's, At this point, it is well to consider that the prophet Samuel told Saul, quote, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. End quote. From 1 Shmuel 15.22. From then on, we find this concept widespread in Israel. David said, quote, For you delight not in sacrifice. End quote. From Psalms 51.18. Quote, if I were hungry for sacrifices, I would not tell you, end quote, from Psalms 50, 12. Quote, burnt offerings and sin offerings have you, you have not required, end quote, from Psalms 40, uh, Pasuk 7. 
All the prophets of the monarchic period, moreover, expatiated at length on this subject. Hence, it should be clear as day that the Torah could not have been written during the monarchic period or from the time of Samuel onward. For the Torah speaks the language of people who were on a far lower intellectual plane than that of the Israelites of the monarchic period. In Hebrew, that's Kihatora Dibra Kaloshan Bnei Adam Asher Sichlam Omid Bematav Shafel Naod Mimatav Yisrael Bimehamalachim. End quote from Shadal. Before we discuss the radical part, let us appreciate Shadal's main point. Shadal wrote his commentary in the wake of the Haskalah, the Jewish Enlightenment, in which the Torah's authority was challenged from all sides. Maskilim, the so-called enlightened Jews, claimed that the Torah was composed during the monarchic period, specifically during the reign of Yoshiahu in the 7th century BCE. Shadal argues that if the Torah were composed during this later era, the text would evince a negative attitude towards Korbanos, as we see from numerous statements made by national leaders, such as Shmuel, David, Yeshayahu, and Yirmiyahu. Shadal concludes that this positive characterization of God's response to Korbanos is a concession to the lower intellectual level of the Jews in the pre-monarchic period, and therefore serves as evidence of the Torah's antiquity. It is Shadal's opening and closing statements which intrigue me the most. I'm not troubled by Shadal's assertion that the Jews in Moshe's time were on a far lower intellectual plane than that of the Israelites of the monarchic period. The Jews who left Egypt had been steeped in the paganistic Egyptian culture for over two centuries. The Korban Pesach, literally the sacrifice of skipping, is predicated on the fact that the Jews were identical with their Egyptian masters in nearly every way and therefore needed to differentiate themselves by rejecting Avodazara in order to merit redemption. Their, the narratives that follow the Exodus are rife with examples of sinful behavior which indicates uh, which which uh, indicates sinful examples of sinful behavior which indicate how attached Bnei Israel were to the Egyptian culture from whence, from whence they came. Likewise, I am not troubled by the notion that the Torah catered to the earlier generation's attachment to Korbanos. Indeed, this is the basis of the Ramam's entire theory that Korbanos as a whole are, as it were, a concession to the Jews' attachment to the modes of worship that were ubiquitous at the time the Torah was given. See the Moran Hanavuchim 3.32. What I find both radical and compelling is Shadal's application of Dibra Torah Kalashim B'nai Adam, the Torah speaks in the language of man. This principle is typically invoked to explain the Torah's use of anthropomorphisms. Since it is impossible for the human intellect to have any positive knowledge of God, we are forced to speak of him in terms which are, strictly speaking, inaccurate. Shadal takes this one step further by claiming that in some cases, at least, the Torah's specific anthropomorphisms are tailored to the developmental level of the audience to which it was given. This methodological move has enormous implications, which I will leave the reader to consider. And that is the end of the article. Once more, you can find this on, well, at Kolhas Reading uh, in the usual place, uh, and also at rabbishneweiss.substack.com. Have a good Shabbos or whatever other day you're listening to this. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.